Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 45 of the Nigeria Football Weekly podcast with me, your host, Oluoke. We're in the full swing of all things AFCON, and we've now had two match days concluded at the Nations Cup in Cameroon. Nigeria, we recently played against Sudan on Saturday, and we beat them 3-1. So I'll be going over how our game went against the Sudanese team, which sealed Nigeria's position as the group winners of Group D, um, before previewing our final group game, which is taking place on Wednesday against Guinea-Bissau. So without any further ado, let's get into it. So Nigeria, as I said, we've continued our very, very impressive form at AFCON. Uh, we won our second group game, three goals to one, courtesy of goals from Samochukweze, Taiwa Awoni, and Moses Simon. It was also Taiwa Awoni's debut, I mean, first Nigeria goal as a full international, so congratulations to him. Um, we unfortunately conceded a penalty in the last 20 minutes of the game. Um, it was very unfortunate. Olai not considered the pen. Um, but all in all, another impressive performance, very, very dominant, maybe not as crisp as we were against Egypt, but that's understandable considering the opposition. But either way, we've been one of the more impressive teams at AFCON so far, and you could say that the Super Eagle ship is sailing very, very smoothly. In the last episode of the podcast, I predicted a 3-0 win, so safe to say I was almost, I was almost close, if not for the penalty con- conceded. Anyway, for this game, we started the exact same lineup um, as we did against the Egyptians. So, Madika Okoye was in goal. Olaina continued at right back. Kenneth Romero and Chus Ekon continued at centre back. Zedu Sanusi continued at left back. Ndida and Aribo continued in their midfield pivot. Kelechi Anacho played just behind the striker. Moses Simon continued on the left wing, while Samochikweze continued on the right wing. And Taiwa Awoni started up top as the starting striker. Uh, in terms of subs made during this game, Alex Wobi came on for Samuel Chukweze at halftime. So Alex Wobi played the entire second half. Um, to be fair, I don't know if there was any issue with Samuel Chukweze or if Guavon was just trying to give Alex Wobi some minutes. But safe to say our second half was not as impressive as our first, which I'll touch on. Kelechi Noakali replaced Joaribo in the 65th minute. Um, so Guavon um, seems to be a big fan of Kelechi Noakali. Gave him 25 minutes in this game um, as well. Ahmed Musa came on for Kelechi Anacho at the same time in the 65th minute. To be honest, I'm not convinced about Ahmed Musa playing behind the striker. It's not a role he plays very well at all. Um, I thought he told for quite a bit, but without being particularly incisive or creating any good chances. And Omar Sadiq replaced Tabo when he with eight minutes to go. Um, one of the themes of this game is our substitutions. Our subs definitely did not do better than the players they replaced in this game. Um, and it's safe to say that all the 11 starters would expect to start the round of 16 game in Garoa in a few days' time. Uh, we'll probably be on Saturday, I, be, I mean Sunday. Um, today is currently Monday, um, just to give you an a impression of time so far. So how did the game go? In terms of general stats for this one, um, dominant Nigerian performance, we had 17 shots to Sudan's five. We had eight shots on target, Sudan's two. We had 59% possession, which 
you'd have expected. Our passing accuracy was 84% to Sudan, 78%. They committed a lot more fouls, which is understandable because they had to chase us in ball possessions. We did have two yellow cards in this game compared to Sudan's zero. Um, no offsides, which was interesting and good to see. And we had three corners to Sudan's two corners. In terms of the key moments of the game, Samuel Chikweze opened the scoring pretty much straight away. In the third minute of the game, there was a long throw into the box um, controlled by Moses Simon. And he immediately squared it Samuel Chikweze, who slotted in to the bottom left corner of the post um, with his left foot. So it was good to see Chikweze start the game very strongly after, you could argue against Egypt, he was one of the people who did not impress as well as you'd have thought he could impress. Um, for the rest of the first half, we were quite dominant, even though there was a period within the first, after our first goal for the first 20 minutes where we were a bit sloppy or not necessarily penetrating um, the Sudanese defense. In the 25th minute, Kelechi Anacho had another good connection with Taiwa Wani. And to be fair, Taiwa Wani should have scored. Um, Anacho played him through on goal. Um, and then he kind of miskicked his shots. So he came off the Sudanese defender. Um, when really and truly you could argue that Tavo and you could have buried the chance. Um, in the first minute, there was a rare attack by the Sudanese. Uh, I thought it was great defensive work by Zedu Sanusi. He's been very, very solid at AFCON as well. Um, Ekong was really, really good from our set pieces. He's, there seemed to be a clear focus to aim for Trust Ekong's head from our corners and our free kicks. And he did a good job of getting to most of them. Um, in the first minute, he did get his head on to one of the free kicks. Um, this was saved by the keeper. And then Taba Awani's rebound also got saved by the keeper when, in all honesty, we should have put the ball in the net. Also, in the seventh minute, we should have gone ahead. Samochikweze passed the ball to Aribo. Aribo shot, and it got saved by the goalkeeper, but he parried it into the path of Taba Awani, who there was, it was like a goal-mouth scramble. Taba Awani hit the ball against the post. So that was really unfortunate. And then the rebound as well from Moses Simon uh, did did not go anywhere near the post. Um, so that should have been 2-0. Um, in the 40th minute, Joaribo passed the ball to Ottawa Awani. Ottawa Awani caught the ball back to Joaribo. Joaribo could have left the ball for Kelechi Anacho. was probably in a better position and would have slotted the ball into the net. But Joaribo, he played really well. You could tell he was eager to score. Um, his first goal in the major tournament for Nigeria. So he shot nar not narrowly wide. It was fairly wide, but with more composure, he maybe could have done better, but he was stretching for the ball. And then just before halftime in the 44th minute, Taba Wani made it 2-0 for Nigeria. Yet again, Nigeria had a free kick, which was crossed into the box. Ekong got his head to the ball, um, but the ball he headed the ball against the Sudanese defender, and then the Sudanese defender, it rebounded of the Sudanese defender's head and hit Tawa Wani inexplicably. You could tell he wasn't really expecting it to even come to him. But anyway, sometimes you need mother luck. And Awoni's header literally went on goal and the goalkeeper pushed it into the net. So it was Tawa Awoni's goal anyway. Um, but really, really good display in the first half from Nigeria. Dominant and simple. 2-0. Barely any chances created for Sudan. At that point, I think they had one shot on target in the whole game. So it was what we pretty much had come to expect from the Super Eagles. And it was good to see them continue their goal-scoring ways after the first game where we only managed to score one. In the second half, immediately after um, kickoff, Moses Simon literally scored in the 46th minute. Um, he kind of assisted himself in this one. So he looped the ball up towards Taiwa Awoni, 
But I don't think the ball really hit Tabawoni. It kind of bounced and then it just laid off and Moses Simon took the ball again. And then he shot just to the bottom of the goalkeeper from the left side um, of the box. Um, to be honest, he more than deserved the goal. Moses Simon has probably been Nigeria's player of the tournament so far. He's been excellent. In the 50th minute, Maduka Okoye had to make a save, um, which was fairly routine for him, to be fair. In the 52nd minute, Taiwa Wani should have scored, um, but he just couldn't get his composure right. Um, and then in the 64th minute, we had the double substitutions with Musa coming on for Kelechi and Noakali coming from Aribo. In all honesty, I thought once that sub substitution was made in the 65th minute, we took our foot off the gas and the last 25 minutes were not as good for Nigeria. We were not as incisive. We didn't create that many chances anymore. We we really did not create anything clear-cut after that moment, to be honest. Um, and it was more about what Sudan did. So in the 67th minute, Sudan had a corner. Olaina was not really looking at his defender, um, but he kind of grabbed his shirt. Um, and then the Sudanese player made a meal of it and fell to the box. And then the... Um, Referee made a VAR check and awarded the penalty to Sudan, which they um, subsequently scored from. So at that point, it was 3-1. And the only other chance I remember of note was in 64th minute when, to be fair to Kalechi Noakali, he played a good ball into Taiwa Wani, who not really shot wide um, from a good position. Best players for this game, Moses Simon. He was excellent again. Honestly, he was just terrorizing Sudan on the left wing. Jaribo again, he's been another standout performer for Nigeria in the AFCON so far. And I'm glad they're silencing his international critics with solid performances in every single game he's played so far for Nigeria. Him and Ndidi are really complementing each other really well so far in the tournament. Samuel Chukweze, even though he only played the first half, I thought he was really, really good. Um, he obviously scored, so that was uh, positive. And he was really lively. He wanted to get on the ball a lot. You could argue that his decision-making left a lot to be desired sometimes. Um, but you can't fault his effort. And Didi was his usual solid self again in this game, alongside Jaribo. No complaints in this game at all. And I thought Tyra Wani was really, really good as well. Tyra Wani was able to, what he brings to the team, it's a lot of the intangibles that you might not notice to the naked eye. Like, he runs the lines well. He was always a presence up front to get the ball. When Madikar Okoye kicked the ball long or when the defenders played the ball long, and he was generally a nuisance for the Sudanese defense, which is what you'd expect from someone with his physical um, attributes. And he also got his first goal for Nigeria, which was awesome. You could argue he should have scored maybe one more, but I'm sure we'll see Tawa when he get on the score sheet again as the tournament goes on. Who left a lot to be desired? I thought, before I say who left a lot to be desired, I thought the defense was also very, very good in this game. Can't really fault any of the players apart from Ola and us penalty giveaway but very very solid performances all around i thought our substitutes were really really lacking as i already mentioned i thought alex Wobi had a whole second half to stamp his authority on afcon um you remember at last afcon he played well in a few games especially against cameroon but uh iwobi's been on periphery a bit with the nigerian national team coming off the bench in a lot of games now and i don't think he did his case any good in terms of starting in you know, the knockout stages. We're lucky we've won two out of two games. So I'm sure there'll be some rotation in our final group game against Guinea-Bissau on Wednesday. But I thought Iwobi was a bit poor, to be honest. Omar Sadiq, I know he's still maybe feeling the nerves, but it's safe to say that unless he 
exponentially improves his performances, he will not be getting any call-ups from Nigeria after this AFCON, especially when you think about all the strikers we have missing, from Osime to Onoachu to Dennis. Um, he has not really covered himself in glory at all with the opportunities he's been given. And you could argue that he's even very lucky to be in the squad because as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't outperformed a lot of strikers to be in this team. Even when you think about people like Cyril Dezas, Tara Mofi, we have so many strikers who you could argue may have put in a better performance than Omar Sadiq has done so far. Also, I mean, Musa, you know, respect to the legend for what he's done for Nigeria, but I mean, Musa's not really cutting it anymore. Like, you could just tell he's off the pace and he's no longer the player he was in 2018 and 2017 and 2014 for the Super Eagles. So I think he'll get a few more cameo appearances. Maybe he'll start the final game against Guinea-Bissau because we've wrapped up top spot, but I don't expect him to be starting games for Nigeria anytime soon. Um, but yeah, all in all, good performance. Can't complain. A bit sloppy in certain moments. You could argue that with a bit more focus, we maybe could have made the game 4-0 or maybe even 5-0 rather than, you know, just taking it easy and allowing Sudan to get one goal to get back into the game. But ultimately, it was a professional performance, which ended 3-1. How did the rest of the other group games go? So Egypt were lucky to beat Guinea-Bissau 1-0 in their game. Mohamed Salah finally got on the score sheet to AFCON. Uh, Guinea-Bissau scored an equalizing in the 7th minute, but it was disallowed because of a prior foul. I thought it was a bit harsh on Guinea-Bissau, to be fair. So they're definitely going to be a much bigger threat from, against Nigeria than all we've seen from Sudan in the game on Saturday. Um, but that's it in terms of where we stand. As I said, Nigeria have already wrapped up qualification to the next round where we're going to be the first, we're already first in the group. So that means that we're going to play our round of 16 game in Garua as well. So we've played all our group games in Garua. We're going to play our round of 16 game in Garua. And if we win from our round of 16 game, we'll also play our quarterfinal in Garua. So from a being settled perspective, that's really, really good for the Super Eagles. The only concern is if we get to the semifinals, we have to go to Douala, which is where Algeria played their game so far. And you, you have to say that pitch is terrible. Um, so anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, and then in terms of the preview for the game against Guinea-Bissau, which is on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Nigerian time, 7 p.m. in the UK, also in Garoa. We'll see a few changes, but I don't think um, Austin Ogavo is going to want to mess with the setup too much. Maybe we might see Uzoho get a run out instead of Okoye, but I wouldn't be surprised if Okoye starts the game. Maybe Tarani Boy, he will start right back rather than Olayano so we could get a rest. I expect maybe Omero to be rested and Awaziem will come in and partner choose Ekong. I probably expect Zedu Sanity to continue at left back, to be honest, but maybe we might see Collins get a run out there. In Didi and Aribo, I expect them to start the game again, to be fair. But if Eguavon wants to rest them, I'm hoping he'll give Franco Yeka a game here because no offense, Kilechino Akali, but. I think if I'm Franco Eka, I'll feel very aggrieved that Kalechi Nakali is getting substitute appearances ahead of me in AFCON so far. Um, and then I expect Chukwese to start again. He only played 45 minutes against Sudan, so there's no reason for him to be on the bench. Maybe we may see it will be players in number 10 um, with maybe Yanacho moved slightly up. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Yanacho, Chukwese and Simon all start again. Maybe he might give a rest to Moses Simon and allow Oyekuru or Ame Musa get a game in this game. Or Chidara Ajike. So we'll see what Osnogavo does on Wednesday. And honestly, after watching Omar Sadiq's performances, I'm fairly certain Tawa when he will continue to start for Nigeria. Maybe we may see Anacho start 
as a striker, but we know Agavon prefers him as a second striker, so I doubt that's going to happen. Anyway, what do I expect the game to be? I think it'll be a 2-0 win for Nigeria, but a draw will not surprise me, simply because we know we don't have that much to play for right now, and they probably want to conserve the energy for the round of 16. So let's see, but my prediction is 2-0 Nigeria. Um, yeah, how did the other AFCON games go? So Cameroon beat Ethiopia 4-1 on Thursday, um, while Burkina Faso beat Cape Verde 1-0. Um, Senegal drew with Guinea. That was a bit of a surprise. Senegal have not looked that good so far in AFCON, I'm not going to lie. While Malawi beat Zimbabwe 2-1. So Malawi are one of the teams in good in a good position to qualify as one of the third place teams. Morocco made slight work of Comoros. They beat them 2-0, even though they could have scored a lot more. Um, Comoros goalkeeper saved the penalty. I was very, very good in that game. While Gabon and Ghana played out a 1-1 draw, um, which has left Ghana on the brink of getting eliminated from AFCON. They need to win their final group game, um, which is going to be against Comoros, and preferably by at least two goals to qualify as one of the third place, third best teams. Although they may still pip Gabon to second spot if Morocco beat Gabon, but Morocco have already qualified as group winners. So you could say that they'll probably take easy. Actually, they haven't because if Gabon win the game against Morocco, Gabon will finish first. So Gabon and Morocco, I think that's likely to be a draw. Um, and then also Tunisia made slight work of Mauritania. They beat them 4-0. Very, very routine victory, um, especially after their fast against Mali. Um, while in the final, um, Gambia and Mali drew 1-1 on Sunday. So that's left Tunisia, Mali and Gambia all with a chance of finishing first in Group F. And then finally, in Group E, in the final group games of match day two, we saw Ivory Coast draw 2-2 against Sierra Leone. Um, Ivory Coast were in pole position to win this game, and in the last minute of the game, the Ivory Coast keeper somehow unexpectedly dropped a ball that was, <laughs> to be honest, his, his defender nodded it back to him, and I don't know what he was doing, but he he spilled the ball. And Stephen Colker, um, one cap England international, now a Sierra Leone international, squared the ball to um, one of his teammates. I think it was Alaji Kamara who did the rest. So Sierra Leone have two points from two games against Ivory Coast and Algeria, and they would be feeling pretty good going into their game against Equatorial Guinea and hoping that they could win in that game. And speaking of the shock of AFCON, Equatorial Guinea beat Algeria 1-0. Um, there's, no there's no way to slice it. That is the shock of AFCON so far. Algeria were on a 35-game unbeaten run. Um, and they just haven't looked threatening at all. So Algeria are literally on the brink of going out of AFCON. And their final group game is against Ivory Coast, who still have a bit of work to do to secure top sports. So we may see Algeria and Ghana go out of AFCON. Um, earlier today, though, match day three started, and Burkina Faso and Ethiopia drew 1-1, and Cape Verde and Cameroon drew 1-1. So Cameroon have qualified as group winners. Burkina Faso finished second with four points, courtesy of the fact that they've scored one more goal than Cape Verde. Cape Verde also had four points, but they, they're more likely to qualify as one of the best third-place teams. Um, so we'll see how the rest of AFCON goes. Um, but that's it for this episode of the podcast. Thanks for rocking with me. Uh, as always, you can find us on our social media channels, Twitter at NFWPOD, on Instagram at Weekly, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Weekly, And of course, you can follow us on YouTube. Nigeria Football Weekly. Please subscribe and share the word of the Super Eagles and may our very, very pleasant Afghan journey continue. Take care. <laughs>